Good morning and welcome to the Marcus Today pre-market podcast. My name is Henry Jennings. It is Friday the 9th of February. Thank God it's Friday. And as usual, with all the information contained in this podcast, it is general advice only. So please do your own research. Contact your own financial advisor regarding any of the thoughts, ideas or insights in this podcast. All right, well, let's kick things off as always with the scores on the doors. And I know everyone loves the scores on the doors. We have the Dow Jones closing up 49 points or 0.13%, 38,726. It had a high of 78 points up and a low of minus 33. So a little bit of limping along uh, in the US market this evening or this morning. And NASDAQ was up 37 points, which is a pretty measly really for the NASDAQ, up 0.24%. 15,794 and the S&P 500 so close missed it by that much as Maxwell Smart would say up 0.06 of a percent underperforming up only three points 4,998 it did breach 5,000 for its first time in history watching the CNBC commentators this morning It was like watching Super Bowl. They were cheering it on and you did get the feeling that there was a little bit of manipulation at play with that 5,000 point uh, index level. And uh, I could explain that to you in terms of uh, options and derivatives and how things do get tending to pull towards uh, round numbers, especially with a lot of uh, one day options out there traded in the US. Option trading in the US is a pretty big influence and a pretty big factor in how the U.S. markets and stocks move. But certainly, uh, that was uh, a big thing last night. Lots of uh, cheering champagne corks were popping, but it did not close above 5,000. The Russell 2000, though, 1980, up 29 points, 1.5%. Russell 2000, playing a little bit of catch-up there, a bit of sector rotation, perhaps, in the US fixed volatility index was down 0.3 of a percent, 12.8. Uh, SPY futures not doing an awful lot to be honest, uh, down around four points. That was at 7.15. They do close at 8.30, but uh, that is something to bear in mind. We did have some big, big moves last night in US markets, big moves. Arm holdings. I don't know how this works to be honest, 49% higher. Disney, 11.5% higher. PayPal was up, sorry, it was down 11.6%. And we did get some numbers out after hours as well from the US. We had some Affirm numbers. Now, Affirm is in the same space as Zip. And uh, we did see Affirm fall. Well, they were down around 15% on the back of those numbers uh, that they released. But that... Uh, didn't last long. It started to rally, and I did see the CEO being interviewed on CNBC, and uh, he was pretty happy with how things are going. Uh, last I looked, they were down around uh, 5%, but they have been up around 20% in the last week. So uh, that was certainly uh, something. Uh, there's a bit of a run going on there. In terms of four, fourth quarter earnings, uh, are continuing to point to signs of strength. 319 companies out of the S&P 500, so that's 64%, have reported results 
with 81% have topped analyst estimates. Now, analyst estimates weren't for a particularly good quarter, but it does seem as if uh, the US corporate scene is shooting the lights out at the moment. Uh, Earnings are expected to rise 9% from a year ago. Uh, 63% have surpassed revenue expectations there. And uh, certainly earnings at the moment driving the market, nothing to do with interest rates, which may be the way it goes. I was listening to one guy this morning uh, saying that basically the US doesn't even need interest rate cuts because their economy is going so strongly at the moment. Why would you cut? So that is something to bear in mind. Looking at the US bond market, we had 10 years up to uh, 4.154. It's been a big week for uh, US government debt auctions, 3.7 basis points higher. The two years, 4.456, up 2.3 basis points. Here down under uh, the Aussie 10-year, 4.152. So the Aussie and the US 10-year back in sync. We're up 1.9 basis points. Bitcoin had a big night last night. We're still seeing steady inflows, according to the press, on uh, Bitcoin and ETFs in that sector, up 2.8%, back above 45,000. The Aussie dollar back below 65 cents, 64.92. The US dollar index uh, up a James Bond, or 0.07 there. Uh, So not a lot of change there. US stocks last night, NVIDIA down 0.7, AMD down 0.9, Netflix down 0.1, Meta, the artist formerly known as Facebook, up 0.1, Tesla up 1.1. Now, that certainly helps in terms of lithium stocks. Microsoft unchanged. Apple down 0.6. U.S. banks eased slightly. Bank of America down 0.2. Goldman's and Morgan's down 0.4. We saw CBA overseas up 0.4. UBS in Europe was up a percent. And uh, Barclays down 0.9. Deutsche pretty much unchanged. ResMed having a little bit of a a down spiral, down 1.5% percent last night. In terms of commodities, let's run through them. Oil, better. Big bounce on the oil price, up 3.1%. This was after Israel rejected a ceasefire proposal by Hamas, up to $81.80, $2.45 up for Brent crude. Uh, West Texas, up $2.41, 3.25%, $76.70. We had gold pretty much unchanged. Platinum was up 0.7. Silver, certainly one that people have been talking about a little bit, 1.8% higher. Copper down 1.3. Nickel up 1.2. Aluminium up 0.2. Zinc down at 2.7%. Lead down 1.9. And ton up 1.9%. Iron ore, better. Uh, we have that up 1.6%. It is Chinese New Year kicking off, so their market will be closed all next week. And we had uh, uranium falling 3.2% overnight, back down to $100 a pound. No change in lithium. Looking at the resource stocks overseas, we had BHP down 0.8, Rio down 0.6 in ADRs. That's American depository receipts. In the gold sector, Newmont down 0.9, Barrick down 0.9, Arbomile down 0.6. We saw Glencore down 1.4, Freeport down 2.8, Arcadium Lithium. Uh, 3.6% higher. And we also saw Sigma Lithium, big bounce for that one, 9.2% higher. Should have some implications for Latin resources today. Exxon, 1.7% higher. Chevron, 1.3%. And Shell, up 0.3%. 
there. In just news, just in, I've just seen the research coming through from United Capital Part, Unified Capital Partners, rather, on a firm from Jonathan Higgins, a friend to the newsletter, Marcus Today Community. Uh, certainly, uh, he is still pretty bullish on Zip. So it'll be interesting to see how that plays out today. The firm results, he said, were good, but uh, the market was a little bit nonplussed by them and did sell them down. All right, in terms of broker moves, News Corp has been upgraded to outperform from neutral at Macquarie. Not a stock we really concentrate on or talk about very much, unless succession is on the television. Target increased there to $43 from 37 bucks there. And we have had... Uh, Kin Mining has completed previously announced sale of selected Cardina gold deposit to Genesis. Sirar Resources, I had a good day yesterday, commenced AAM production at uh, the Vidalia facility in Louisiana in the US of A. Borrell has upgraded its earnings guidance in a result that attributed to solid volumes for its building materials business and pushing price rises through to customers. So they're pushing prices up and they are managing costs. City says buy Transurban as a key beneficiary of lower rates. Well, that's fine, but uh, Transurban does have a lot of their debt locked in uh, for some time in terms of those rates. Uh, Woodside is in talks to buy liquefied natural gas from several U.S. export terminals, including the Energy Transfers LP Lake Charles project in Louisiana. Citigroup is neutral on REA Group. Uh, the broker slapped a neutral recommendation and a $187 price target after the report yesterday. 22% lift in net profits and a 16% lift in dividends. More on Borrell as it's coming through. It's lifted its earnings before income and tax to between $330 and $350. And that is against prior guidance of $300 to $350. Uh, for the six months to December 31, it reported profit of $122 million. Sales up 94 Adjusted profit was up $143.9 million, or rather percent. Uh, if you're looking at the, uh, the Joe Biden-Trump rematch, which is coming in 2024, interestingly, last night, uh, the um, special counsel Robert Hur has opted against bringing criminal charges against Joe Biden for taking classified information about national security matters home with him. Luckily, he didn't leave the briefcase on the train. But he described Joe Biden, uh, and he would said he would likely present to the jury, as he did during our interview of him, as a sympathetic, well-meaning elderly man with a poor memory. It's not looking good, is it? OK, well, that's about it from me today. Thanks very much for listening. Have a great day. We'll be back again this afternoon, of course, with the end-of-day report. I'll be back on board with that. Got a little waylaid yesterday with a Chinese New Year lunch, uh, listening to some uranium stories out there. So certainly very much front and foremost of investors' minds at the moment. Once again, thanks very much for listening. Have a great day. And as always, may the trading gods be with you.